Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. I just love Joy FM. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. On Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara Yedia. My name, as always, is Yabanafo, and I'm excited to bring you yet another exciting edition of Masterclass. So, in the last week, it was, last week it was, we've started a, a totally different conversation. We've moved on from the previous conversation of bookkeeping and accounting for small businesses. And we've started a rather interesting, or should I say, a vast and broad area of conversation, which also affects our businesses. What we try to do here on Masterclass is to bring you the different aspects of running our various businesses so that we can be 360-degree prepared, 360-degree, have information and be able to be efficient in our businesses so that we can have the benefits that we want, benefits of profit, benefits of satisfaction, benefits in all ways that um, you want to look at your businesses. If you're listening, by all means, we're also streaming live on Facebook. For those of us who are not driving and who are listening to us at home or in the office, you can also follow us on Facebook. The slides for today's conversation will be shared along with the presentation also. Last week, we were privileged to have with us in the studio the president of the Institute of Facility Managers here in Ghana, Facility Managers Association here in Ghana. Um, we're privileged to have him back here in the studio with us, uh, the person of Mr. Kweku Samson Opare Ajima. Um, so, Samson, you're welcome back to the show. Thank you. I mean, you know, off air, we're talking about how we're going to be able to do justice to this conversation, even following from last week. Yeah. Last week, we sort of spent time introducing the conversation on facilities management and what it was. Exactly. And we actually went out onto the streets and spoke to some of our industry practitioners who are in this position already. We're hoping that sometime during the next couple of weeks, we may even be able to have some of them here with us in the studio to sort of juxtapose what we teach, the theory, against what people are actually doing, doing. in their workplaces on their day-to-day and how they're exactly. experiencing it. And I think that in that conversation, you emphasize very strongly that effective facility management practices definitely also benefit the business so that it doesn't become a complete gaping hole for expenditure because in every company's budget, one of the biggest spend areas is the capital expenditure budget. And your capital expenditure budget, you know, also sits squarely on areas like your facilities Facilities, management, you know. Of course, the areas like transport and all Mm. of that, but your facility is your biggest spender, if I I dare say so. Exactly. When it comes to you know um, facilities management and your and your budget expenditure, exactly. today we want to look at the area of operations and maintenance. Operations and maintenance, like you know, like we shared last week. In the, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be going through um, a certain trajectory to sort of try and encapsulate the entire conversation. Um, last week we looked at the overview. This week we're looking at maintenance operations. Next week, God willing, we want to look at health and safety. Yeah. And then as it goes on, we'll look at different areas of the conversation. If you're tuned in and you're listening, you're a facility manager, you know someone who's a facility manager, we will be opening the phone lines a bit earlier today so that we will want to hear the experience so that we can all learn from it. Exactly. You know, like I always say, life is too short to make all the mistakes yourself. So sure. let's hear what your experience is, what you are doing in your 
space, some of the innovations that you have introduced and how you go about things. There are people who have newly been appointed into the role of a facilities manager and they, they have no idea. They are supposed to prepare for budget. They don't wow. know what the inputs are. The Institute is here to help. And really quickly, today you'll tell us a bit about the Institute also. Exactly. How yeah. people can come to you and yeah. learn to become facility managers. managers yeah. um, there's actually a charter or a course that's available. Exactly. So if, if you want to pick that as a professional, so that's also available. Exactly. Just by way of recap, last week, just <clears throat> give us a quick recap on what we talked about, introducing the conversation. Exactly. And let's sort of flow, if you like, mm. into today's conversation, conversation on the maintenance and operations. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much once again, Yao. And thank you for having me. Today also, um, if my is grateful, yeah, I mean, for giving us such opportunity. Mm. And like you said, um, um, you know, facilities management encompasses uh, multiple disciplines, mm. and therefore, uh, one facility manager cannot be an expert in all the areas. Uh, these are disciplines that um, are in the area of architecture, in the area of engineering, electrical engineering, mechanical engineering. Um, 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 and what have you, okay? And all this come together under facilities management. Mm. And therefore, it's very important that um, this conversation, we bring also some other members on board. Indeed. Uh, I mean, to share their expertise in, in other areas. So I'm hoping that next week, um, um, when we are discussing um, health and safety, yes. we're going to bring one more uh, committee member to join us in the conversation. Brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, health and safety mm. is one of those areas where on its own, it's yeah. a whole specialization. It's a whole specialization. So it, it will yeah. be a big feat to try and um, we'll put, sort of deal you know, with it <laughs> in one show. But exactly. we'll try. Sure. We'll try. Sure. Right. Sure. 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 So last, last week, we, we sort of looked at uh, facilities management, an overview of facilities management, try to see what it is. I mean, um, in our conversation, you posed a question that is the facility manager a jack of all Trade. Traits, yes. And then we, we, we kind of explain that, no, I mean, facilities management is a, is a profession with a scope. And therefore, if you are not working within the scope, you are doing something else and not mm. facilities management. Mm. Although uh, the scope is, the spectrum is so wide and broad, mm. it, it's specific. And we mm. mentioned the 11 competency area mm. that IFMA puts together, you mm. know, uh, to define Facilities management, right. yeah, right. and 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 like you said, IFMA has been around for some time, and all that we are doing is to try and change the narrative, okay, of bad maintenance culture in 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 Ghana into uh, something better. We are saying that do we really have bad maintenance culture? We think that no. What we are lacking is the education of facilities management and the training of facilities management, mm. because if you are in a profession you, uh, space. And there are no uh, 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 school running courses to train people, to educate people and professional bodies to train people of the best practices of the profession. Then, of course, you don't expect anything good to come from that profession. And therefore, we, we think that um, education and training is more important in the area of facilities management. That can change mm. our narrative of, mm. of maintenance operation. Mm. And I'm glad that today we are going to discuss about maintenance operations. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting mm. that you, you talk about mm. education, yeah. changing the narrative, yeah. helping people understand it better, which are the reasons why, and the lack of these are, the, are probably the reasons why people don't understand it, people don't regard it, and yeah. it's not performing the way it should. it should. You know, and I'll just say this very simply. Facilities management is a science. Exactly. It's not a knee-jerk thing. You know, no. hitherto, the approach from many companies has been 
oh, anyone can do it. Anyone oh, do is it, it not just paint we're going to buy? Yeah. But yeah. now, even paint, we can talk about paint alone on this show. Exactly. And the manufacturers of paint will tell you that there are different paint types for different, for different surfaces. surfaces yeah. In fact, there's textured paint today that actually looks like wallpaper. Exactly. So what exactly are you doing? Mm-hmm. You People mm-hmm. don't understand that everything you do and apply within this professional called facility management yeah requires a very deep understanding. Very it's no longer just go and buy tables, go and buy no. chairs, go and buy tiles, no. go and put this in this place, no. put these lights here, put no. this here. No. Now it's become scientific. Scientific. And very therefore scientific. It's, it's important to go through the process of understanding, understanding it. The same way you cannot just get up and just do some um, small course somewhere and say you are an accountant. You are an accountant, exactly. You, you cannot also just go just and wake up and become a facility And say manager. you have at least this manager. No. Because <laughs> if I want to talk, I'll keep talking. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Talk to us. I know. We are in the same boat. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a conversation. I think it makes it more likely, yeah, yeah when we have it in, in that in that way. And, and so, and so yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, when an architect designs a building, he designs a building for a particular purpose. Mm. Okay, you made mention of, you know, chairs and lights and um, what have you in a built environment. That c- we cannot just wake up and then let anybody just go and buy. Mm. There is science indeed in it. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk of ergonomics of furniture. We talk of uh, illumination of light area. If we are still in the studio right now and everything is so clear, we are able to read, you know, uh, easily and all that. It doesn't just come anyhow. There is a science that goes into it. Yeah. And that's what we are talking about. Mm. The architect designed the building for a purpose. And the building must serve its purpose. Right. Exactly. And 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 when 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 you design and you construct and you go through the operational phase, um the building must go through the life cycle and it must perform its purpose of which it, it's it's designed for. So an office building cannot be operated like a factory mm. or an, uh, a hospital cannot be operated like a, a gym, mm. okay? You, we, we need to understand all these processes. But this stage is what we are going to discuss mm. today. After the building is handed over to the owner, who is in charge to make sure that the building is performing to, to, mm. to, to, to its purpose. I mean, let me yeah. just chip this in that it's yeah. also important. Part of the reason why we say it's a science is that in order to maintain something, you must understand it quite a bit. Exactly. You know, we do this not only with facilities management, but with almost everything we do. We buy a new car. Mm. We don't read the manual. We go and ask somebody else. We buy a new phone. (laughs) We don't read the manual. Now, just a very quick example. I found out from a project I worked on that when you do... The reason why we don't use gravity Mm. for... You know, back in the day... Water tanks would go up and by gravity it would come it'd down. Come down yeah. Today you see a lot of pumps. Yeah. Because of one simple reason. Now mm. we're not just making use of land space, we're making use of airspace. Airspace. So airspace mm. means that now if you had, let's say, one acre of land and you could put a, a building on it, now yeah. you can create enough room for three, four, five buildings. Only you are going up. up. Now because you're going up, the technology changes and you must pump the water up, up because the water is moving against gravity. Exactly. How do you learn that? The engineer mm-hmm. will teach you that. Exactly. Because you're going to manage it when he has left. There's a lot more that's coming to my mind right now, but I just wanted to drive home the point that this is why we need to understand that you must go through that learning process in order to maintain it well. I found out, interestingly, that when you put up a building and you do the plumbing, let's Mm -hmm. say three, four, five-story building, Mm -hmm. when you pump your water from your tanks into the building, more than 20% of the water is in the pipes. It's in the pipes, exactly, yeah. It's in the pipes. Mm, It is not even... It's in the pipes, yeah. So, (laughs) quick, talk to us. (laughs) 
<laughs> Definitely is in the pipes. Yeah, so we are saying that you say this 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 domain of facilities management, like you said in the in the beginning, is the second you know largest budget mm. of any business. Exactly. Okay, if we take aside your employees' budget, the, the facilities is the second largest. And therefore, uh, you you don't need to, I mean, put anybody just in, in there to take care of your facilities because there's so much money that you've put in there. Mm. And as a business, you want to run a business and get profit or benefit at the end of the day. And therefore, you need somebody who is trained to who understand the operations and the services of this uh, facility to be able to manage it. So if you're listening to us (laughs) and the person managing your facility does not have facility management training, IFMA is available with Samson and his team to help train your current substantives those who are in their role in that that space so that they can give you more benefit. If you are now going to hire, please do not hire somebody who did admin alone. Let the person also go through this training. Pay for them to go through this training, and you will get the benefit and for you it. You get a benefit for yes. it. Yes, yeah. You you can hear this only on masterclass. On uh, masterclass, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. On. Let's go. Sure. On. Thank you. Yeah. So so yeah, I want to say something. Um, does the gentleman call uh, Alan K? Right. Um, a computer scientist. He says mm. something very instructive, mm. and he said the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Mm. The best way, okay, to predict the future is to invent it. I mean, right. what we are coming to talk about, operations and maintenance, is mm-hmm. the future of a facility. Mm. Okay, when a facility is given to you, its future, you don't know it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but to be able to know how the facility is going to perform in the future, you need to invent it. And what do we mean by inventing, you know, the future in facilities management? It is employing the uh, uh, maintenance operations strategies, okay, of of, of of managing your facility to be able to invent your your, your facility and mm. what are the what are the strategies mm. that you are employing to bring about to manage your fa- facility and invent it every facility especially in its own and like i've said earlier has a special uh, uh, purpose okay and therefore the strategy that you are employing one very important and even how do you uh, uh, select the the strategies to maintain or manage your your facility. It's very important that we don't just go out there and select any strategy. We must understand also the strategies. Mm-hmm. We'll read in books, uh, we'll read on the internet uh, the different kinds of uh, maintenance uh, strategies. We mm-hmm. can talk of the preventive maintenance strategy. We can talk of the pre- predictive maintenance strategy. We mm-hmm. can talk of the run-to-fail you know, maintenance strategy and other companies will want to combine the two. Yeah, but which one are you going for? Which one are you going for? And why are you going for that? What are the indicators that inform you to choose the strategy that you're going to use in maintaining your your property? Very, very key. Very, very key. Today, we want to talk about detailing operations and maintenance. And we also look at the benefits, consequences, Mm -hmm. and also effects of maintenance uh, operations. Mm. And then thirdly, we'll just look at... um, um, technology advancement. Mm. Okay, buildings yeah. are becoming very smart, and and we need to look at technology you know, advancement in managing. When you were talking well. about the, the yeah. preventive, the predictive, and the run to fail, mm-hmm. something just you know occurred to me. I just thought I'd chip in quickly. Exactly. Oftentimes, because resources are not infinite, mm. we tend to sort of put off some of the things which we consider as not being immediate. So, for example, if there's something you need to do today to prevent a total system shutdown. 
which would cost you a bit more time. Yeah. Then we would say, listen, I need the money to do something else. So hold on a bit. You know, you put off the servicing of a power plant. Exactly. You know, you you put off the maintenance of a particular facility. You yeah. put off something else that's critical in the building. And then the day it goes off, it goes off when you're not expecting, you're not it. expecting it. And then it costs you time. It costs you money. So the best thing we're saying here is that in planning, try and plan in the budgeting process exactly. for some preventive approach to some of the things you do. You can't do that for everything. No. Because resources are not infinite. But it's recommended highly that you look at a bit more preventive so that it saves you. It may not be direct, but it saves you in the future, in the future. having to deal with some of these things. Exactly. Right. Please go ahead. Exactly. Thank you very much, Yao. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's very instructive. I mean, in planning for your maintenance o- o- operations, yeah. Um, uh, do, do, we, do, we, do we also always have to plan for maintenance? Or when we plan for maintenance, we always get it 100%. Like like life, I don't think so. Exactly, <laughs> like all things in life. Exactly. So I always say that you see, uh, maintenance operations is, is 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 such that the first thing is we need to plan our maintenance operation mm-hmm. because we need to put a cost to it. Okay, and you are working with a with a business. The business has a strategy. The business has a budget. Okay, and therefore, if you don't plan your maintenance ahead of time, mm-hmm. you you when your genset is is, is 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 forty, when you need to fix your genset, and you go to the account session, and they are not able to raise money for you, it's not your fault. Why? Because you have not planned for your maintenance operations, mm-hmm. and therefore, it's very important that whatever strategy that we we choose, it's important that we plan for it. We put cost to it. And we are able to see the end from the beginning, mm. so that we can select, you know, what strategy to use, you know, in in, in managing our 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 uh, facilities. Operations activities are just day to day routine support functions involving it. It involves workers. Uh, activities include operations, um, upkeep of overall. overall uh, Fiscal services in order to maintain the good condition and appearance of the building. Mm. Okay, but these tasks are sometimes in the long term and sometimes in the short term. Um, let's take cleaning services for instance. Cleaning services is a very key area of maintenance operation, but we don't we don't we don't regard it as such. Mm. Uh, COVID. Brought a lot of, you know, uh, a bit more attention to the attention to it yeah. exactly. And COVID brought um, the facilities manager as one of the frontline workers mm. in, in 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 our business operations. Okay, because it's a facilities manager through cleaning that gave the workers the confidence to be able to come to the workspace again to work, and it's mm. through maintenance operations. Okay, yeah. Well, on the strategic mm. level, yeah, would you say that? Um, because you don't want downtimes, let me borrow that phrase, yeah. downtimes Downtime, yeah. on your maintenance planning process. Downtimes are not only limited to equipment failure or to um, no. physical things not being there. Exactly. They are also, um, they, can, they can occur as a result of vendor non-compliance. Exactly. So, for example, on the strategic level, if you had a vendor who was supposed to, let's say, supply water to a building and he, for any reason, whether for reasons of non-payment or reasons of, um, lack of capacity or lack of resource or whatever is unable to make the supply when you require it. As re- reverse engineering this as part mm-hmm. of the planning process, mm-hmm. what should the vendor management process look at? SLAs, agreements, penalties for breach, and all of that. What, what is the role of that? Because you are talking about planning. Exactly. I'm talking about, I'm looking at it from the 
from the vendor from the strategic mm-hmm. level okay, to say that yeah. listen beginning of year even prior budget i'm mm-hmm. looking at how do i also make sure to the extent possible mm-hmm. that i avoid downtimes exactly on my access control on my cctv on my water systems on my reverse osmosis systems, on my solar, exactly. on you know, all, on all the systems on that the will systems, make the building yeah. work, exactly, and exactly. my cleaning, my day to day. How would we sort of factor in effective vendor management via SLAs and all of that, you know, to, exactly. to help S- the process? SLA plays a very key role in in in, in vendor management. Okay, mm. I mean, because if there's no contract and and everything is just left like that, it becomes very difficult. Mm. Yeah, um, um, let's take let's take um, um, a generator again for for instance. And you mentioned something very instructive, the manual of uh, an equipment or um, uh, of a component, okay? Um, operations and maintenance simply is planning to manage the downtime of an equipment, okay? To minimize it to the barest minimum. To the barest minimum. To the barest minimum. And therefore, for instance, if you are choosing a strategy of running to fail, mm. okay, of, of your genset, you realize at the end of the day, you lose some potential, you know, uh, uh, service off the equipment, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you are uh, employing preventive maintenance operation, you realize that you are able to, if not 100%, if not 100%, mm-hmm. you are able to achieve about 90% of the full potential mm-hmm. of, the, of, the, of the equipment. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it is very important that SLAs are put in place. It is very important that the, the, the vendor uh, instructions in terms of uh, manuals are used appropriately, Okay. In managing our facilities and in, in, in giving services to uh, 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 vendor mm. um, um, contracting, yeah. yeah. Another phrase mm. comes to mind, you know, as part of the planning process: reorder levels. Yeah. Depending on what you're doing, talk to us exactly. a bit about reorder levels. And yeah. when I say reorder levels, what I mean is, for example, you have let's say a supply of an item that helps you to manage your facility. Mm-hmm. So let's say of power, mm-hmm. power. Let's say today power is prepaid. Yeah. Okay. Today, I mean, a few other things are you know. Um, you can plan for them ahead of time. Exactly. Sh- shouldn't you consider as part of your strategic planning process a reorder level, which gives you enough room and factors in your, your should I say, um, your top-up period? So, for mm-hmm. example, it takes you two weeks to go through your approval, mm-hmm. to get approval to buy power. To buy power, okay. You are responsible for the power. Exactly. When that staff from accounting walks in, they have no clue. All they know is that it's working. Exactly. And the cooling is working and yeah. it's supposed to work. And they don't know how it's going Your to servicing is scheduled for whatever periods. You're managing that through SLA. Exactly. What should an effective facility manager look at in terms of, you know, in, I mean, we want to talk about vendor management for exactly. the planning process. Exactly. What should he look at in terms of reorder levels mm-hmm. so that he leaves himself room between for, the fail point and the point where it gives him room to operate, to, operate. to yeah. avoid it? Because exactly. if you're able to do this effectively, then your efficiency is always on the it's high, and, on the your, high and your your risks are mitigated to the barest minimum. Exactly. And it's important that we drive home this point. Exactly. You know, that's why I'm asking this question. Mm. That you exactly. sort of elaborate exactly. a bit more. It's, 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 very, it's very key and very important. Like, like you said, I mean, uh, power is always the best you know, example to give, okay? Power is always the best example. I mean, what, what other uh, reorder level will you consider um, aside your uh, mainstream, you know, energy supply, mm. and maybe your, your your genset energy supply, fuel levels in your generator, yeah. water for the facility, exactly stocks, depending on what you're doing. I think it's, I think the list is endless. Endless. Yes. It's it's always important to have that. It's always important to have that mm. because you don't want to break operations. Okay, you don't want to break supply, and therefore, if you don't have 
uh, what to fall on, okay? When the mainstream, I mean, goes off, then you're going to affect, you know, a flow of business mm. and you're going to affect the uh, uh, business, you know, uh, 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 continuity, mm. okay? And therefore, it's very, very important to have an alternative, okay? So that when the mainstream goes off, you're able to fall on it. We are mm. talking about um, solar powers now. We are Renewable energy. In, inventors now, okay? That can take you, sustain you for some time when you're on ATMs, on ATMs yeah. and stuff like that. It's very key. It's very key. And the and the facilities manager must be able to consider all this right from the beginning. Surge protectors. Surge protectors. UPSs. Okay, UPSs and all that. at the Right at the beginning of your putting your plan and your strategies together so that you will not be caught, you know, pants down, you know, when your main supply lines. You know, in, in a conversation, yeah. again, with some of the people in the industry, they said that literally, and I like the, the definition that Naomomo gave, um, okay. you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the other day. Exactly. He says, you're literally like the landlord, the landlord because... Yeah. The operation must not, you know, shake in any way on your account. Things must not come to a halt. Downtime must not occur. And if everything is fine, then you are doing your job. Exactly. But the moment something goes wrong and the risk is so high because it has a tendency to affect almost the entire operation entire and bring it to a halt. Entire and that's why it's absolutely important to be strategic. Mm -hmm. Your efficiency levels have to be high. high. And, and it's by doing the things we are talking exactly. about. You know? Exactly. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Let's sort of share a few more thoughts and then we'll get interactive. I'd like to get interactive a bit early today. So that, <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So I, I think we are running out of time. So I'll just quickly look at some benefits, um, some benefits and consequences of 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 operations and and, and maintenance. Yeah. Mm. We we'll look at um, health and safety in mm. operations and maintenance. Health and safety in operations and maintenance ensure safety requirements mm. are met. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you need to. Uh, consider health and safety in all your operations and maintenance strategies, okay? And this is one of the benefits that you get in employing operations and maintenance, you know, strategies. Life um, span 
is increased. You know, when you talk about health and safety, things like trip hazards, mm -hmm. some tile is broken somewhere, some strip on some staircase is broken, a banister is weak, somebody's going to fall. When these things happen, the person who gets hurt can sue the company. Of course. You can lose money. That's why it's important. It doesn't happen much here in Ghana, but it's very, very... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I wanted to, yeah. Yeah, gradually we are getting there. Gradually we are getting there. The chair that you are sitting on, and if you come and sit on the chair the whole day, and then you go back and you're having backache and what have you, I mean, this is what we are talking about. Yeah. You will not be able to come back to the workspace and be productive for, Precisely. you know, the business. Okay, so health and safety is very, very important in operation. Mm and maintenance uh, procedures and 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 like i'm saying it increases the lifespan of any company that you are dealing with mm -hmm. because if you are left you leave the companies just to take care of themselves they will break down in no time naturally but considering how much you have spent to you know uh, purchase your equipment and you are not able to um, increase their lifespan mm -hmm. it is it, it, a cost to the, the the company mm. or the business that, that that you are running but we are trying to say that um facilities management shouldn't be a cost center okay it should be a cost reducing center and profit you know uh, uh, uh bringing you know uh, uh profession mm. okay yeah there are some consequences anyway yeah and we talk about efficiency we talk about efficiency efficiency dr driven yeah then we are focusing on the core on the core business of um, 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 the company. Mm. Now, if you are able to leave your operations and maintenance to the facility management department, then you are mm. able to totally focus on the course, core business of, of, of the company mm. and run it efficiently, you know, to, to, to increase productivity in a workspace. But if that is not given to the yeah. expert to do that, then that also has some consequences in, in our efficiency of running the workspace, yeah.